0: This is the She Do That podcast. She Do That is a London-based animation community aimed at developing female-identifying freelancers' skills and connecting them with people in the industry to strengthen their employability and hopefully go some way to narrowing the gender gap we see in animation. Each episode will consist of a conversation between two women from the UK animation industry, one junior and one senior chatting about their specialism and throwing some light on different career paths within the industry. This episode is a two-part conversation between a writer and producer discussing funding in the animation industry. During the first part of their conversation, they chat about the importance of finding the right team to collaborate with, as well as how much reading there goes into applications. There are some studios, funding bodies and creatives mentioned during this episode, which will pop into the show notes. Now to let our speakers introduce themselves.
1: Hi, my name is Helen Brunston. I've been in the animation industry t- since 1992, can you believe it? So- well, that'll be 30 years next year. So um, I had quite a traditional route up. Um, so I went to Farnham in Surrey in 19- and I graduated in nineteen eighty two. And I'm currently wearing quite a few hats in the industry. I'm the director of the British Animation Awards, where we celebrate every two years or come together. Um, I'm still a practitioner and work as an EP and executive producer on a few short films and TV series, not as many these days. And I guess I'm a, also sit with as a consultant and an advocate for the industry as well. And and what I love doing is sitting on juries for festivals, watching films. And um, I guess in relation to today's um, chat um, that we're having, I have also sat on a number of funding panels and, and I'm still applying for funding myself, so, um, or helping others, should we say, with forms and guidelines. So I'm really looking forward to talking to you today. So
2: Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to pick that brain, that wonderful brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Harriet Gillian. I have been an animator for, well, since 2005. I graduated from Bristol, UWE. Uh, in 2005, uh, I did a degree, they didn't do animation back then, but I, they did a media degree, which I specialised in animation for the final year. Uh, and then I did the three-month course that they ran at the Tobacco Factory with, uh, I think it was in, with Ardman sort of partnership. Uh, so I did that for three months. Then I came to London and got a job as a runner, a, a company that did um, film titles and credit sequences. Um, So worked on a few of those and then just moved into freelancing and have been doing that ever since. Uh, Really, I did a a stint on Mr. Bean TV show a few years back. That was the first time I'd gone full time, uh, not freelancing, and that was really fun. But yeah, I am freelance 2D, flash animator mainly, and uh, over that time I've been trying uh, to do more screenwriting writing in general but lately very much screenwriting so i um uh, and again another reason this is happening is that uh, i worked with hannah jacobs on a film idea that uh, i wrote the script for she was directing that we got bfi funding for of which helen was on the panel which is how we met so yeah yeah my my goal really now is it was so fun doing having that experience working with Hannah work you know putting a pitch together sending it out making it really feel like something we were super interested in ourselves like really loved and I mean it was amazing that we got it um but now I just want more <laughs> I've got the bug so now uh and I need to find more instances where uh, we can find things and ways to do these things
1: and I guess you've picked up on quite a lot there is, is, sort of finding the right team to collaborate with, you know, and somebody that is on your level of sort of seeing where your script is or matching, let's say, the graphics or the vision, you know, sort of like for the things with what you've written. So, um, and listen, I think, I think there's, you know, we can always do with more writers coming into the industry. And, That's good um, to hear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and we could do with more money. So let's start with that one. But, um, I, I mean, I guess just, from when you were just talking then, actually, I, I'm sure our paths across more. So, you know, I've got a long history with um, Ardman and Bristol, which is still very dear in my heart.
2: So Were you in Bristol? I think you were there. I have a feeling I emailed you after I graduated when you were at Ardman. Oh, and
1: a... what? You're not the first one to say yeah, that to No, me.
2: <laughs> and I, I would never expect you to have remembered that. I, I'm sure everyone that left my uh, year emailed you. Did I, think I yeah, get back to you? That's the main thing. You did, point. you did. I, I looked for the email the other day. I can't find it, but um, you did get back to me, and you were very lovely. I specifically remember. I think because I was doing 2D, and obviously Ardman wasn't maybe doing that much then. It would, it wasn't the same. But I do remember you being somebody in Bristol who was championing animation. And did you run a night like an animation night? We
1: set up um, show me the animation, and that was with Vicky from Wonky and Tia um, Perkins back in the day. Yeah, and um, I, I, I'm slightly smirking because I think people before you have also t- have shown me letters that I've sent, you know, sort of like, and actually, you know, I think Greg McLeod is one of those that's found a letter. And and I've ended up working with him, so it's sort of, it's always lovely. And I can probably I can probably remember what I said because it was it was a standard reply in some ways, you know, tailored to you about two D versus stock frame. But um, but yeah, no, and and um, and and back in the day, you know, it was still hard to find money. I mean, I guess one of my things is that there's so many different ways to approach um, funding, let's call it. And and I'm not saying that. Um, um, if we zoom out for a minute, you know, I'm a big fan of when we talk about animation is that the pots of funding, shall we say, or some initiatives or incentives might be within the arts spectrum itself, not just animation. So there, m- there might be some pots out there that um, that's sort of indicates sort of animation or maybe it's an arts funding, but you could ask questions further, really, is what I was going to sort of say, but... I think going back to what you were saying, so you you wrote your script for the short, and then sort of obviously people you know come together as a team, and that is that is one of the things to say really is that you know when you are applying is looking for those kindred spirits that you want to work with, including producers um, and uh, and writers if you're not a writer yourself, or you might be somebody that does art direction that you you feel you could put your skills to being on a short film, so. It's just sort of thinking about who you're working with. And and um, and I and it's also worth mentioning that, you know, those that are listening in are probably based throughout the UK. So funding is nationwide, but it's also local and it's also regional. Um, and we always think the grass is greener when I'm based in South Wales. And so we've got to set up, you know, sort of funding criteria in Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland and England. So... It's definitely worth um, sort of looking at looking out there, really.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, the probably the biggest takeaway or one of them from doing the the BFI thing this last year was because I am somebody that's like an animator writer. I'm not a director animator. I'm not an animator designer. So I've never wanted to be. I'm not sort of the one taking the lead in a sense, or like I don't feel like I've got enough to submit something with design and direction involved. I would be coming at it from an animation or a writing point of view. So I, I think before this funding came around, I, I'd taken a back seat from really thinking about applying for it because I didn't feel like maybe I'd have enough to do on my own. And because the BFI stuff came about really because Hannah had seen it. Hannah wanted to make a film and she was really on the ball and was like, yeah, I want to do this. Like, do you want to get involved? So she brought me in on it, which gave me that that way in to be like, oh, no, I can be a part of this. And I think what you've just said about like collaboration, that's totally been the the really lovely thing about this process for me is that I've realized, oh, yeah, like every like get people together. Like that's what's going to help grow the industry grow connections to people like it's a really nice thing I think to think okay maybe I'm a director but maybe I want a writer, or maybe I'm a writer but I need to find a director and a producer or whatever and and bring people together as a team rather than just on your own if you don't feel you can do it on your own
1: absolutely and and it's sort of you know and it's not is you know it's wider than the BFI as well It's even when you're in you know, sort of university, um, it's 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 just it's just feeling safe that you don't have to do everything. You know, there are other people with 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 brilliant skill sets that can bring, you know, to the table something. You know, I, I'm forever wanting to tell graduates or even, you know, sort of like professionals, you know, you don't have to edit your own work. Try and get an editor on board, you know, and I know We've had so long in our industry where people have had to self-fund, they still do obviously, and we've had to have people that can make something for two pounds fifty or in their spare time, or they've always wanted to make something you know. Um, and just try and sit back and get people like-minded in involved. Um, but also you've got to have that awkward, potential awkward situation about the business side as well. So like, you know, if it comes off, this is how the money will be spent, or this is how you know, so you've got to have input to the budget in terms of, you know, well, I don't, I don't, I think you're getting more than me or, you know, you've got to have those real conversations at the end of the day when you are applying. And you're pretty, you know, as, you're, as you know, in current circumstances, we are very used in animation to working remotely. So it doesn't mean that all your, your team have to be based in London or you can work with whoever, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do you find... On on any of the other have you have you been a panel a panelist on other funding schemes?
1: Yeah, and also I've been a panelist, or for want of a better word, um, a sort of like a jury when it comes to graduation shows, or or ask or people pitching ideas. Let's say you know whether it's a TV series or whether it's things, and it's um and there's nothing like somebody that comes across as enthusiastic and um. You know, sort of know, knows their project inside out. Um, but also to think wider than that. Um, I'm always sort of saying that, um, uh, you know, people need to see the complete picture. So what you're doing is you're selling yourself, you're the team and the idea. And so they're therefore, you know, learning about what people imagine for sound or music. What's the soundscape going to sound like? What's the music? What's your intention for music? This might change, but you know, what, what are you currently, where are you currently at when you start to apply for funding? Um, and maybe there's dialogue, maybe there's no dialogue, maybe there's a different way, technique that you want to come across. Maybe it's an innovation pot of funding that you're going for that you're trying to do things quite radical and different. And, um, so there's all different ways of looking at it, but I think, at the end of the day, a good good project is a good project, and that and and sad as it is, we that has to sing out from paper. <laughs> there has to be a paper trail for funding bodies and stakeholders and things. So, at the end of the day, yes, there can be a few spelling mistakes on it. I would hope not, but but it has to, it has to sing off the page really, and that's you know everybody will ask for especially in animation, what will it look like? There might be a few initial concept designs. Um, what's the technique, you know, um, where you currently start with a budget? Um, but first and foremost is to say really, let's, let's not try being negative, but not everybody is going to be successful in getting funding. And so everybody that applies for funding isn't all going to get the funding. We know that. So it's a case of trying to stand out from the crowd. And that crowd might be your people you know you know because we're, we're still a relatively small industry so we do all tend to know each other as we've just talked about <laughs> um but um you know but it's but somebody's got to get it so you've got to try is what i'm trying to say and, and 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 as you just described in there with hannah she really wanted to go for it she tried to put build the team around the proposal and and look where you are now so that's really that's really good news um but i think what it does, if, you, if you're not successful as well, it's really focused the proposal maybe or really focused into, you might already know, you know, So when you're putting a submission together where your gaps are always a little bit, that's a little bit weak there and a panel might might spot that.
2: <laughs> it is really definitely uh, some other friends of ours have applied for, I think, the BFI one this year um, or have been applying for other ones and have it has generally been said and I think it was the same for me and Hannah that actually just the practice of putting like a pitch deck together is so useful like you say because you can see the holes where you think things need a bit of work you know whether you've got a script or a storyboard whether there's bits missing where you need to fill it and then having something that you can look at to keep your own mind on track like I know this as a writing I need my plan, like my, pl- my plot line, or I need to keep in mind what the original idea was. And I think having a pitch deck for funding or whatever is such a good way to just remind yourself, OK, it can obviously change, but this is why we started doing it. This is the like key vision. And it like once you've got it together, it can fi- feel a bit more manageable to then tackle it, whether you get funding or not.
1: Absolutely, and it might be that you, you know, somebody's got an idea for a documentary, which is um, which actually needs hard facts. So it's sort of like it's what what do you put into a submission that you want people to know that you've started research, or you know where to look for that research, or that you already have some expert on board to help you going forward. So this this little things like that, or you might have. Um, to, you know, or if it's not a documentary, you might have certain themes in your sort of like narrative that you, again, want to get checked out by an expert that's beyond your skill set, but you don't know really want it to go, but you just want it to be second checked or you want it to be coming from a good place, you know. So, um, so it's little, little tips like that. It's just, again, sort of bolster up, The project but also the team around you by asking for help or actually you know it's about a certain theme and we may need to go and ask a society or a a charity about that you know
2: yeah actually looking a bit further afield and I guess taking it as seriously as you imagine like a tv research team would take it on a series you know I suppose it's very easy when you're like oh it's just my little idea i'm going to draw it or write it down or whatever and and it's just sort of leveling up to a point where actually no this is something that we can really make happen like whether it's a documentary of you know um fiction comedy whatever but showing other people that you're serious about it as well i guess is important. absolutely and,
1: and 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 i guess it's probably worth i mean that across the board so when and when you're looking for funding it's really good to know that 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 institutions or organizations like the bfi are there and they've potentially got a a ladder of funding depending on your your experience so you know sort of like um but you might be that you are asking for development funding because you haven't got a script, you know, they haven't asked you yet to do the script and um you know it's sort of like somebody's asking for development money. Um so you've just you've got to get a wider picture of the industry really is sort of like what type of funding you're asking for. And also, you know, let's say it's from from five thousand pounds or five hundred pounds up to one hundred and twenty thousand pounds, and for that hundred, the top end, the hundred and twenty thousand, a lot of questions are going to be asked because it's a lot of money. <laughs> so, so you can't go in with one sentence and expect to receive a check for hundred and twenty thousand. You know, <laughs> uh, they ask quite a lot for that. You know, and they should because it's you know at the end of the day, most of the funding puts is. Public funding, or it's you know it's it so it has to have a paper trail, and that's what you've got to keep thinking is that organisations have to be audited, so everybody has to be accountable along the way, really. Um, so the more you can put into that pitch deck, as you're sort of saying, the better the better it is, and it might sound dry, it, you know, in terms of co- you think, oh, do they really want to know that? Yes, put everything in, you know, because you might. the chance so you're not going to be in the room to pitch yourself unless it gets up through the rounds.
2: Right yeah I guess that's the other quite important thing I guess to remember is that because it, it does usually happen in stages it is very much about getting through that first run like making an impact you've just got that like one chance potentially to be put in the yes pile or the no pile and even though that sounds quite brutal, like that is the like one moment that you could potentially keep going forward. So it is worth throwing everything out.
1: And that's where it becomes really important to get to know your local scene, shall we say. So you mentioned that I set up showing the Animation, you know, that's potentially where you start to meet people or um, both from a networking point of view that somebody to collaborate with, but also... More often than not, even arts festivals that animation people might want to go to on your doorstep, I would encourage them to, because that's where you might feel meet potential funders or somebody talking about a funding stream that, you know, sort of um, is taken off. And always look whether it's a one-off or whether there's a rolling application. So, so in the first instance, you might be able to just get friendly with the funding bodies um, just to say, hi, I, I work in animation. You know, can I have a quick chat with you or um you know that's how we have to get ahead in the industry is to start to get to you know the movers and shakers that's what I'm trying to say I guess
2: but that's quite interesting to because obviously yeah I think especially now with Hannah running she drew that um you know it is a lot easier to speak to people and and have these conversations and I know when we applied there was lots of people that were like oh yeah I'm going to apply for that too or people that were like oh I've never heard of that so and then now like this year they're doing it and stuff so it is it's again it comes back to sort of collaboration and not feeling afraid of talking to other people in the industry and and getting together and and yeah collectively sort of making effort to make things <laughs> or try to
1: Absolutely, and and I love she drew that for that reason. I think it's a real community of people, you know, and and the more questions you can ask within that community in a safe environment, the better it is. And I feel that, but but you can do your own research as well, so you can, you know, I you know you can sign up to people's newsletters. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, sort of like um, Animation Alliance UK, Animation UK. Um, animated women UK. Um, as I said, I mean, if you're in Wales, it would, might be somebody else, you know, so I, we've got Creative Cardiff on my doorstep, so you can put a profile up. So you just, you just got to invest, I guess, some time at your own expense to maybe, um, go to such event, those you know, sort of, you know, just drop in, you know have a drink or whatever with people so it, it it's definitely there's something around there but it is definitely being able to be on the bulletin to all the key organs and then interpreting the information that you receive in the bulletin probably a lot of it is not going to be useful to you but you might pick up on one bit oh that is useful actually i'm just going to inquire with them to see if it it it's you know it, it can cover animation yes. yeah. You know? yeah
2: yeah because i guess that's the other thing like you said before about not necessarily uh sticking completely to just animation funding to look at like arts funding and all these other areas because I probably wouldn't have maybe clocked that initially to sort of think a bit broader and think also same with like you said about looking for like development funds first or you know like just like you said looking at over the whole landscape for where you might fit and what are what's available because I imagine with arts funding it is quite fast. and po- potentially I guess is that still very regional or is that a bit more as the UK
1: again it just depends where you're sat and again I'm not saying that it's an easier road in lots of ways because it's probably more competitive. It's just sort of asking, I guess, being able to have that opportunity to ask somebody, oh, I've noticed this. Do I make this. Can I apply? Does it apply? And somebody is going to come back to you and go, oh, digital is digital. Or, you know, this is this. So, oh, yes, it can move. What do you, know, uh, you know? Or, um, or you might be an illustrator out there who's just saying, actually... I know we know lots of people I'm sure that as part of she drew that that are compositors during the day for big VFX houses and painters at night <laughs> that are doing their own personal work so it's it's whatever you want it to be really and somebody you know I, I know this is quite on a tangent but it's but somebody might put their personal work into a gallery and somebody like myself, I'll be walking around that gallery or somebody else and go, oh, they are really great. Oh, I like them. I'm going to I'm going to remember that, you know. Or, so it's just sort of it's, it's, it's I guess it's sort of like, you know, you either sort of want to have the funding um, and, and really going for it or they remain personal projects is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? It's sort of like whether you are actually wanting to have some yeah. commercial funding, and I
2: wonder if people often think, "Oh, it's going to be too hard to get funding, so I'll just keep it a personal project." I, I mean, I'm sure that happens a lot. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think it I think it does, and I think
1: maybe there is a there is a case to say that they may not know where to look, but but at the same time. I don't think there is necessarily a one-stop shop with all this information that you're just going to open up and go, "Ooh, you know, there's 100 different
2: things I could do here." You've really got to put the pieces together yourself. Yeah. I did look actually for a um I did Google a um a, a website that might list a bunch of um different funding outlets and um some stuff came up, but it was very like there's like five on there and you know, that's not the whole of the UK, so um, it was a bit more specific
1: yeah I mean I have to give a shout out to place, to people like Animation Alliance UK because I think they do you know they are the, the body that you can again sign up for and they've got you know millions of individuals as, uh, not millions but thousands of individuals or hundreds <laughs> um, that are signed up to receive information but it, again sort of that's going to um, you know any of the narrative or experimental indie side I would say and that's probably exactly where some of the viewers might be wanting to go. So I, I urge you to to get to get in touch with them, um, and that's a good starting point to go. All right, okay. They mentioned the Welcome Trust, or there's you know the Derwent Arts Fund, or you know there's all these other other avenues, should we say? Um, and I'm afraid there is a lot of reading involved potentially of just looking through the rules, or am I eligible? Um, What do I need to do? I mean, I'm still doing that, you know, sort of like going, oh, okay, we've got, you know, uh, a lot of words to answer, you know, a lot of questions. Um, But it might be worth starting it. And then nobody's going, really, nobody's going to tell you off. (laughs) You don't submit it. Yeah, you
2: just don't get through, you don't hear back and then that's fairly standard. Or you say next time, do you mean know that I mean? I'll try for it next
1: time. I'm not ready yet, you know, and, um, and, and that might be within your team. The creator isn't ready or the writer isn't ready or the script isn't ready because,
2: you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because everything takes time to put together. I can't remember when me and Hannah started developing things before. Was the deadline in October for things? I think we actually did get together like August or September and really like tried to write this is what we're going to do and it it was enough time for us but yeah I think it's good to have a bit of like know what you want to make give it a bit of time to sit with it I mean again with writing like I guess something I always feel like I have to do is sort of write it leave it for a while let it sort of sink in and then pick it up again fresh and be like yeah this is still something I want to pursue or it's not (laughs) you know because sometimes you've just moved on and it's not it was a thing that you thought was fun but maybe it's not got the the duration that you would need to follow something through to applying and getting the funding and then doing the work
1: yeah that might be a character design that somebody's done that they they really want to get out their system but actually when they look back at it and think oh that was terrible (laughs) oh no that's not going to go anywhere you know um, I was going to ask you actually is sort of like um do you ever, with that in mind, do you ever want to work on other people's films, not as the writer? So, do, so But would you ever take an adaptation or are you after just original ideas? As a writer or as a... Yeah, uh, as a writer. Oh no,
2: yeah, I would. like I'd be, at the moment, I just want to do anything I can do writing. A couple of friends have, have asked me to look over sc- submissions, scripts, submissions that they've done. For funding and things this year and I've loved that process The you know just kind of because I know how bogged down you can get with an idea again whether that's writing animating designing it's so I find it quite easy to lose any objectivity in it so when you get a fresh pair of eyes on something and they can be like oh yeah I love these characters I love this I love this part of the story this bit didn't land for me you know I'm anytime I get to talk about story I'm happy so I yeah I'd, I love any kind of I'd like to keep doing my own stuff but I'd love to keep I just working with people is so much fun and I feel like you get such a richer experience in so many ways because you're learning from what they're doing and they're le- like helping you get the best out of you and it's just so you you often get there quicker because someone you can be like is this working is this working and then someone will be like nah <laughs> And you're like, yeah, I knew it wasn't, but I just didn't want to admit it, you know? So, yeah.
0: That's part one of our conversation about funding. We'll be continuing the conversation in part two, where we'll be discussing the importance of spotting opportunities. But till then, thank you for listening to this episode from our series of conversations with women in the UK animation industry. Stay tuned for the next conversation, and from everyone at She Drew That, thank you for listening.